All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Business of Fitness podcast. We have a great episode today with MDV, Matt DeLaValle. He's our chief fitness officer here at NC Fit, oversees all of coaching and fitness, been on the podcast a bunch of times. Today, we dive into the subject of a burpee penalty. And if you're in, you know, kind of the CrossFit space and you've been owning a gym for a while, you've definitely heard of this concept. We just dive into it and uh, give you our take on it. Now, before we dive into the episode, just want to ask you a favor. If you've been listening to these episodes, you know, we track, we track the listens. We know you guys are listening kind of the ones from the back to the front. Go ahead and check them all out, right? We have over 80 episodes now and we would love for you, if you're enjoying them, give us a rating, give us a review. There's no paid ads on here. We just really appreciate that. Now let's dive into an amazing episode with Mr. MDV, dive into the burpee, and more importantly than anything, I hope all of you getting after it, keep crushing your business, and I hope you're having an awesome 2020. Let's go. All right, so Mr. MDV, we were on um, one of the forums, and we saw a big discussion get brought up about this idea of burpee penalty for members that come in late. And I think mm-hmm. for you and I, it kind of struck a chord because this this is a subject that we've talked about in kind of passing, like, you know, we've kind of grazed on it. Yeah. But today's topic is really about how do you handle late members? Mm-hmm. And in particular, is this whole burpee penalty concept even like, when is it okay? And if ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd love to dive into it. I was talking to Matt Johnson today. He's one of our coaches at NC Fit. Mm-hmm. And he had a great analogy. He said that when you show up, and you and I were talking about like showing up to like a doctor's appointment or whatever, but he used the, the restaurant example, which I thought was really good. If you show up to a restaurant late, they either you know, allow you to kind of slip in your reservation if you're five, 10 minutes late, whatever, or they say, hey, I'm sorry, we gave that reservation away, you can't come in. But what they don't do ever, I don't think it's ever happened in the history of time, is hey, do 10 burpees and I'll let you in for your restaurant reservation, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Th- there was never a, a chance that in real life outside of the, the gym that you ever are penalized the physical activity or any activity for that matter to then be granted access if you're late. Yeah, for sure. The only other scenario that I could think of is like a coach who is managing a team of young athletes and you have young athletes who are coming late to practice and they got to run laps or something like that. Right. And I think that that kind of leads me to the main point, at least that I want to make about this is the fact that we're not dealing with athletes who we manage on a team and we're not dealing with people who are our employees. You're dealing with people who are your customers, yeah. right? And you're dealing with adults, for the most part, adults, right? So let, we'll, we'll keep this conversation revolved around adults who are your customers. And when you look at it through that lens, I think that the burpee penalty is completely, completely not only the wrong way to go about it, but inappropriate to have as a punishment for people who are your paying customers who are adults in your gym. I, I think, you know, for any gym owner who's listening right now and who th- utilizes some type of physical quote punishment, yeah. no matter how you skin it, it's just probably not the right way to go. And I think the reason for that is it's very important to look at the dynamic as a culture. You get brought up, you, it's, it's very, bro- you know, you, you, you get really connected with these people and you think it's funny 
But as your business starts to grow and it professionalizes, that culture starts to shift a little bit. And I, I don't think it does come off funny or whatever. It comes off, you know, at times belittling. And as an adult, I think it turns off more people than it would encourage people. If I show up late for something, I'm an adult. You don't know what I had going on that day, mm-hmm. right? I made a decision to show up late. If you tell me as a coach, hey, Jason, you're too late for class. We're going to need you to wait for the next one. I might be mad about it, but I'm not going to feel like you belittled me, embarrassed me. But now if you say, hey, everybody, look at Jason. He's 10 minutes late. Hey, Jason, give us 50 burpees in front of everybody. It just, in my opinion, I know as a coach, you're not trying to do this. Mm. You're not trying to belittle someone or make them feel inferior or whatever. But I think that that's what happens. Yeah, that's definitely the consequence of a lot of this stuff, I think. You know, it's it's humiliating. And it's not something that I think is really appropriate. Even even if you have the best intentions behind it, even if you say, oh, we use the burpee penalty as a warm-up mechanism for people to join class if it's still within uh, a certain amount of time. I still don't think labeling it a penalty is the right way to go about it. And there's probably better things that you can do for that individual than to assign them just 10 burpees and then to go. So, you know, I I do think that there's a valuable aspect to this discussion about how, how do you properly handle late members? But I do want to make it clear that penalties, humiliation, calling people out, it's not right. It's humiliating. And you also never know what somebody is going through in their life or the circumstance that made that individual late. Even if they are chronically late, even if this is a person who shows up all the time late, and let's say you haven't addressed it and you've just given them burpee penalties or whatever, or you don't do burpee penalties, but today you want to hammer them with a burpee penalty. You don't know why that person yeah. was late that day. You don't. What, what if something happened? What if a death in the family? What if they, a significant other got laid off? What if X, Y, or Z, they just got a really tough phone call and they had to take it in the car? And then you humiliate that person in front of the rest of the, the gym. They're probably never going to come back. Yeah, and you don't think about it that way. I'll, I'll never forget. Maybe it was our, I'd probably been in business about two years at the time. So I was still pretty young. I was pretty green. Our businesses gr- had grown a lot. And I don't know how many members we had at the time, but it was a small location. I'll never forget. This guy comes in like 10, 15 minutes late. And I kind of like gave him a hard time, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like back in the day where, you know, hey, you know, hey, John, you know, you're late again, you know, you know, give us whatever burpees and like, all right, class, everybody look at John, give him a, what? like, I just remember it was an immaturity thing for me. Right. Yeah. And for me, it was more like, hey, I'm trying to make this in a, a jokey manner, but he didn't take it that way. Right. I'll never forget the guy walked in. I said something to him. It was super like, you know, friendly. I wasn't trying to be a dick. He just literally didn't say a word, turned around and left. Yeah. No word spoken. And, and after that day, I, I really reflected on that because at the time the culture was very connection and it was almost like as if your brother came in late and you kind of gave him a hard time, but it's not your brother. It's not your sister. It's a paying member. They are paying you for your service. And it's not the other way around. I think that's really important to recognize. That was a lesson that I learned really early on was this idea that we are in the best business ever, Mm -hmm. but it is still a business and they are still paying us for that service. And when you draw the line, you keep going closer and closer to this friendship line. It kind of skirts this weird line, but we always need to remind ourselves that they are paying us for a service and they shouldn't feel like they're walking into something and being you know, shunned. Yeah. This, so I think that, you know, obviously functional training and CrossFit have done a whole lot to 
bring community together and create Absolutely. some really am- amazing bonds between people and the friendship and the closeness that you have with you and your members is an amazing result of what this type of training can do. I think it goes beyond like even the the good buddy buddy stuff that happens and it goes beyond the bad buddy buddy stuff that happens. This is treating people like fucking children. Like this this is something that you would do to a young person or your child or like I said before young people on a team that you are trying to, you know, uh get rid of behavior that you think uh, like habits that you don't want them to form in their adult life. These people are adults. They've gone through this stuff already. Like you need to treat them like adults. And that also means that you have to have adult expectations for them and they have to have an adult understanding of what the expectations are. And I think the way that you handle these situations properly is through adult conversation and being uh, somebody on the spot who's dynamic enough to realize that there are some circumstances where you can fold somebody into the class environment very, very easily by saying, hey, Jason, you know, come on in. You're a few minutes late. It's fine. No worries. Why don't you hop on the bike for about two minutes? I'll come on over and check in on you after these guys continue on with this portion, and then we'll rock and roll from there. Right. That's one thing. The other thing, like you said before, you have the opportunity to say, hey, Jason, you know what? You're like 20 minutes late today. I'm sorry. It's a little bit for too far past where we're at in the class for you to safely join the experience. If you want to hang out for the next class, you may. If not, all good. I'll see you tomorrow. That's another way to handle it. And then the third way to handle it is if this person is coming in chronically late, like a couple times it happens, maybe you want to just say, hey, is everything okay? But if you do have to pull them aside, pull them aside one-on-one and talk to this person like an adult and ask them, hey, listen, I just want to know, is everything okay in your life? Everything right now uh, going well enough that you can come here on time because it is important to get the full experience. You might learn a whole lot about what's going on in this person's life and then give them the reasons why it's yep. important for them it's to show the, up on it's time. It's the why that's so important. You know, I had a member, um, we had a member named Daniel. On there, this guy constantly came in late. I mean, every single day. And I would kind of like tell him like, hey man, I'd really appreciate if yeah. you came in on time. You know, like three to five, like 10, whatever. I'd be like, hey man, I'd really appreciate it. Hey, I'd really appreciate it. I kept saying this. Yeah. And then finally it, it kind of, screw into kind of like this chronic thing that was an issue. So I, I remember one day I just go up to him and say, hey man, can we set up some time to get coffee? I just want to talk to you about um, something, right? Or whatever. Maybe I did tell him at the time, talk about scheduling. So I sat down with him and was like, hey man, I'm just letting you know that when you show up late, it affects these things for me. Yeah. I'm trying to design the warm up on this. I'm trying to do this on this. And it also impacts your ability to be properly warmed up to execute the movements we're looking for. I'd really appreciate if you prioritize being here on time. He's like, Jason, I never thought about that way. I totally appreciate it. Yeah. Was never late again. Yeah. Right. It's just because for him it wasn't a priority. He didn't really think about it. And me just saying to him, "Hey, I'd really appreciate it," didn't didn't trigger. Yeah. But when I explained the why, boom, it just clicked for him, and it was really that was a really powerful moment for me because it just taught me that like a lot of the situations in life can be solved with just having a nice, calm, sit down adult conversation. Yeah. Instead of just alluding to things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I- <laughs> I think gym owners have to be okay with these two truths, right? There's two truths in this situation. Number one is chronically being late is not okay. That is a truth. You have to figure out how to get your people into class on time because it impacts the experience. It does. It impacts their safety and it also impacts the experience that everybody else is getting, right? It's distracting and it could be disrespectful too at a certain point, right? That's one truth. The other truth is burpee penalties and punishments 
are not okay. Right. Both of those things are true. So you as a gym owner or a head coach or a coach need to figure out how do you now take the situation that's not okay and bring a solution into it that is uh, adult, reasonable, and, and really appropriate for who these people are in your life. And I would even take it a step further, or not further, but I would, I would go off on a tangent here and say, as an owner or as a coach, we need to take responsibility too, saying that what we're talking about is members showing up late. But you can't assume that a member is going to show up on time mm. if you're not starting your classes on yeah, time. Yeah, we've talked about so this before. So we've talked about sure. this a ton of times, but I think that's really important. I mean, I see this all the time in jujitsu. Class starts at nine. No, it doesn't start at nine. Yeah. Class always starts at nine twenty-two, right? Yeah. So what happens is everybody just gets there at nine twenty-two, and then it starts to go into nine thirty. If the class starts at nine and you're not starting the class at nine, that's also conflicting for the members as well. Yeah is we can't hold them to a standard of being on time unless we also hold ourselves to a standard of starting class on yeah. time. And I think it's a two-way street there. And, you know, I, I think as some tangible takeaway items, I think that's really important in this podcast, things that I've seen successful are never assume that people understand the why behind what you're saying, but instead sit them down in a adult conversation and actually explain the why. And I think that more times than not, people are super cool and they want to be supportive of you and your business. They don't want to be that guy. Yeah. They don't, or that, or that girl. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really like that. We talked about this topic before you, you just kind of mentioned it. The, um, the time that we have the members, right? The time that we are saying that, uh, the members are, uh, giving to us and it's, right. Whatever the class time limit is, is that's the time. It's zero to 60 minutes or zero to 30 minutes or zero to 45. Whatever the time that they show up for that class, like that's all they're giving you. They're not giving you 62 minutes and you shouldn't on the other end give them 52 minutes, yeah. right? And I, I deal with this sometimes a lot. Well, c coaches or owners will say, well, then how do you community build? You community build by making an announcement at the beginning of class saying, all right, 9 a.m., we're going to just take one more minute here or two more minutes here. What I want you to do is grab a foam roller, start getting warmed up or loosening up a little bit, meet somebody new who's in the room. I'm just going to wait for any last-minute stragglers to come on into the class. And by doing that, you're setting the expectation for the class members who are there at 9 o'clock to start the class. All right, we got one or two minutes. I can start getting loosened up. I'm going to meet this person over here. And then you start your class pretty much right on time after that and then go into the end marker there starting class exactly on the zero zero mark like exactly at nine o'clock can also be problematic as well because you are sometimes dealing with adults who have other things going on who They're are changing. there exactly Maybe there's multiple people that are getting ready in the bathroom Whatever. they might be there on time yeah. but if you're starting class and 90 percent of your class is not really in front of you at that point you either have to now go try to set the expectation that, all right, we're going to, you guys need to be here and be ready to be on the floor two minutes beforehand, or figure out how do you buffer it and add value for those two minutes and go around a community build, yeah. then pull them well, over. I mean, we, we, you could, we, we pull people to the whiteboard, but I think the whole key is you're ready. You're on the floor. You're dressed. You're in your NC fit shirt. You're mm -hmm. ready to go. You pull people in. So they know the class technically started yeah. at that 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. But now you give it a couple minutes. Hey, guys, the workout of the day today is going to be this, 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 this. All right. And the warm-up actually begins maybe three to five minutes yeah. later. And that's kind of your buffer. But I think to your point, if it's a 60-minute class, they're paying you for zero to 60. They're not paying you for zero to 65. No. Because they're probably scheduling themselves based on other stuff. For sure. And they're also not paying you for 42 minutes. So I, I think it's a two-way street, of course. But I think let's – I really, really hope – that for any gym owner listening or coach, they really take a step back and they say to themselves, why do I provide burpees 
as an option for if somebody's late. And if it has anything to do with penalizing or it's funny or whatever. Humiliation. Humiliation. Yeah. Those are just not good characteristics. Those are just not good things to incorporate in your business. Yeah. They're not good things personally either, of course. But from a business perspective, if we have gym owners that are stuck at 100 members, that could be a reason. You're creating a culture. There's a certain people who feel like the cool kids club. And maybe it's hard to, to get into the cool kids club. And one way is if you show up two minutes late and you're getting burpee, chow, like they're gone. Yeah. You know, every single day could be their last day. Yeah. It's a better, there's a better way to do it. There's like, a better way to do it. It's just, what's a good way? What's a, what's a better way to do well, it? We, what's, what's a good example of like, I think we have something at, at a uh, great Oaks was like, if you show up late, cause we're at a corporate site, mm -hmm. so you never know if meetings run over and stuff. It's like a 500 meter row or no. So I, I, you know, I think that having like at great Oaks, what we do is we have the like a uh, prescribed uh, kind of version of a mini warm up that they can get after and then come on into the class when they get the, the go ahead from the coach. But the, the best way to handle this is to have the adult conversation with that person based on the amount of time that they're late and whether that's number one, Hey, I'm going to assign you this, this work to do while the rest of the class is going through this portion to make sure that you've got your general warm up figured out. Or you can say, all right, Hey, come on in. You know, you, you, you're right on time for today, you can jump right in, which is fine. And then you talk to them after class a little bit. And if they're uh, like egregiously late or they're showing up so late that now it's dangerous or too distracting, you can say, hey, listen, uh, you know, I'm sorry, you can't join today. Uh, you can wait for the next class or I can see you again tomorrow. Yeah. Um, or, or give that person something to do. Say, hey, like, you know, the next room is open. What you should do is X, Y, or Z. Um, that's the way that I would handle those situations. Yeah. I went to a spin class once and spin classes really do, you know, they try and like close the door, keep it hella dark. Yeah. Right. And I, I showed up, my wife was in the class and I tried really hard to get there. <laughs> and I showed up, the, I swear to you, MDV, the class started at nine. Yeah. And I got there at like, literally I watched the door close. I swear. No I'm exceptions, not kidding. man. I swear. And the friend desk lady or, you know, the friend desk person says to me, she goes, Hey, like doors closed. Yeah. I was like, no, but you don't get it. Like my wife's in there. Like I'm down. Like they're just, they haven't even gotten the, they haven't even gotten their clips. Yeah. In. I can see it through the window. Like they haven't even gotten their feet in. Yeah. Sir, the door's closed. Yeah. That's, and I, I was that studio. <laughs> so angry. I was so frustrated. Right. And I walked to my car and I was so mad, but then I reminded myself like there, that, that was just an adult thing. The, the, the expectation was the door closed at nine. I did not meet the expectation and I could only be mad at myself, right? Yeah. And so, look, I'm not saying we have to be that rich, um, you know, kind of stringent because that also kind of turned me off about that way that was. They did, I thought they could have handled it better from a customer service perspective, but it just reminded me that, like, setting the expectation clearly and then having an alternative based on that, you know, having the coach, and that's where the friend desk could also play a good role, right? The friend desk says, hey, welcome, and maybe they interact with the coach. There's a, there has to be a way where they're both on the same page. So if the friend desk says, hey, join the class, and the coach is not comfortable with that. That's also a little bit of a conflict. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, those guys, those two parties need to be on the same page. For they this. need to be on the same page. So, what's the warm up for for Great Oaks? I'm trying to remember. I think it's like a standard, like 500 meter row. Do you remember I, it? I'd have to go and look it up. But have, having a um, specific gym warm up is a good option to have because not only is that valuable in circumstances where you have somebody who you know shows up a little bit late for class, you're like, oh, yo, hey, hit the geo warm up or hit the whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's also good for people who are coming into open gym who might not necessarily know how to get themselves warmed up for yeah, something. Just have like a baseline warm yeah, up. Yeah, baseline on there. general yeah. warm up. Um, those things are, are popular. So um, 
you know, uh, you know, this is truthful. Actually, we don't have one right now for our commercial gyms. And it's something that I've tossed around for a little bit. Maybe it's the time for us to, to have one like that. Dude, see, this is why I love this podcast. We start talking about ideas and we're not doing it. So we should do it. Yeah. A, a baseline, just a general warm up, 500 meter row, 10 air squats, 10 push ups, 10 something, boom. You, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll come up with it and we'll let you guys know what that is. Mm-hmm. So, guys, I think we kind of kind of beat this one down. Please. If you have a legitimate reason why you think having somebody who shows up late doing burpees, if you have a, a reason why you think that's a good way, please let us know because I am curious more than anything. Yeah. Shoot us an email or shoot us a message on Instagram or whatever it is. You can check us out on The Collective. And if you haven't checked out the NC Fit Collective and you're a gym owner out there, if you're looking for, I mean, we put a lot of time into the session plans, the programming, the daily videos, check them out. Uh, go to the NC Fit Collective. You could also email collective at nc.fit if you have any questions. Or actually, it's a great place to email in what your burpee penalty is and why you think it works so well. Um, MDV, I think I think we could summarize it best. There's not another place on the planet where if you show up late for something, you are then asked to do a physical task and then allowed in. Yeah. I can't think of it. Yeah, unless it's a, a team or unless you're in the military or unless you're trying to punish your kids, man. And we're it, not trying to do any of those things. We're not trying to do any of those things. Yeah. And so... Let's stop that. Let's take that out of the, you know, the, the culture. Yeah. And let's reinforce, hey, let's have adult conversations. And let's sit people down. Let's explain the why. I think great things happen. For sure. All right, guys. We'll keep rising the tides. Keep getting after it. And uh, have a great day. Let's go. Peace.